Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Yeah. Welcome to J.Ill, a production of iHeartRadio. Yeah. Well, hello, everybody. Mm, mm, mm. What a week. What a week. When I tell you, I have been working in every possible direction. I'm half alive, but it feels good because I'm doing something that I want to do. Welcome to J.Ill, the podcast. I'm here with my sister friends, Aja Graydon Danzler. That would be me. Morning, evening, afternoon. She's so, <laughs> you're so loving. You just love it. Morning. Good morning. Good evening. Afternoon. Afternoon. Good morning. I love you, Aja Graydon Danzler. I love you too, J.L. I feel like people are going to just start calling you Aja Graydon Danzler. Because it's fine. It's, it's actually fine. It's actually fine. Because when I go into the streets, people already say things that we say on here all the time. And they, they definitely give me the three namer. It's from white time supremacy to time. for me. It's white supremacy. <laughs> I get a lot of listens. <laughs> I get a lot of. Um, <laughs> on oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I mixed up your phrases. It's black women for me. Yes. Yes. Always. Speaking Anywho. of black women. <laughs> also, here's my sister, Laia St. Clair. Yes. I just like to thank you for all your hard labor for our satisfaction. Thank you, Miss Jill Scott. I cannot <laughs> wait to see the fruits of your labor. Yes. Yes. Baby. We're all quite excited. Baby. We're all quite excited. We're turned off. <laughs> all the work you do, all the work that we do, really, all the work that we do, everybody listening right now, all the work that we do, it's like, you know, there's a moment where you're like, yeah, yeah, because you paid off your car note or because, you know, you paid your mortgage or you paid your rent or you're able to to buy yourself something real cute and feel good about mm -hmm. it. You know, mm -hmm. we, you know, here in the United States, we're like super consumers. We buy <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's what we do. We, we buy stuff. But maybe, I don't, just maybe, we might want to consider buying some 
other things that will benefit our hmm. existence. Um, uh, not just our existence. Or lack thereof, darling. Come on, darling. But for, for our family and for the next generation of us, because... As you know, this country is built off of the backs of, of brown people and indigenous people. We know these things and that money belong. There's a lot of millionaires in the United States now. Billionaires. Billionaires. But wait, it's the billionaires that 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 are blowing my mind. Like when you could spend $28 billion mm. on a business or $73 billion, Baby. that means that primarily like millionaires are kind of broke. Mm. Wow. <laughs> All this time, you know, we've been like, yeah, one day I'm going to be a millionaire. That's so that's like middle class. <laughs> like, right. Like, damn. exactly. Damn. And, and I just got sad. <sighs> and I also got sad as well. And it's fine I as well. <laughs> what I'm gonna do is say all all of the all of the real ratchet things I want to say in my mind. I'm just gonna keep them in my mind for today, cause <laughs> find me a rich person to cuss out for no reason. That's what I'm just gonna find. A rich me. white person. I'm, I'm a white person. There's definitely a, a big chasm in in finances. Huge. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, we want to talk about some money, 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 money today. Okay, so so put your seatbelt on and and get ready. I would like for Aja Graydon Danzo to introduce our guest because we got one. Oh, are yes. you ready, Freddie? Because we don't know shit. <laughs> we don't know shit. This is a beautiful thing. Y'all are going to hear us be as quiet, quieter than you are used to us being in general because we don't know what the hell to do with this. As we're talking about wealth, it's a real specific kind of wealth, okay? And this has been the bing word across the internet for quite some time. This little generational wealth. When I tell you, there are times in which it makes my scalp itch that people use it in ways that literally make no sense. So we're here to make this make sense for you. A quick thing before I tell you who our guest is. 70% of Black families do not have a will or have any setup for if they were to leave this earth suddenly or even as old people. The fact of the matter is that we are not prepared for said generational wealth in multiple ways, but today we're talking about a very specific way as it pertains to estate planning. And our guest today is Miss Jennifer Norton. Now, before starting her own practice, was a member of the National Network of Estate Planning Attorneys, in which she worked for the CEO for almost five years before she started her own firm. Her practice is now concentrated on providing fully funded trust based because we know that the blacks don't deal in trust too often. I gotta get my the motherfucker at all. Okay. Come on. Here we go. Trust based estate plans currently serving over 350 client families. So that means that she has the receipts. Mm -hmm. However, we are a full service estate planning firm providing wills, trusts, powers of attorney, health and financial, living wills, guardianship, conservatorship assistance, probate administration, something that many of us know a little bit too much about, Mm -hmm. and strategic Medicaid qualification. Amen! Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, once again, a black woman, because this is what we do here at the J.L. That's how we do it. Y'all give it up. Y'all give it up. <laughs> give y'all our studio. Y'all give it up. 
for Jennifer Norton. That's right. Asia got y'all, gave y'all plenty of time to get y'all pens and paper. You get your pad out. Listen, thank you. Thank you for having me. I, that was great. I need to take you on the road with me. Come on, boo. This is what I do. Just turn up. Let's Listen. get these families. Let's get these families straight. Start in like line, I, though. I got excited to hear myself speak, you know? So. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, tell us, how did we get here? Because and I know that's a, that sounds like a simple question. Yeah. But black folk need to know where we're at. Like, how mm-hmm. do we get here? And what is our current state? Like, what are we looking at here? We got here because we are the we have the highest discretionary incomes in this country. And Miss Jill Scott alluded to it, but we're consumers. We consume a lot of things. And so when a death occurs, we just are not prepared, even though we may see things, you know, in social media, we'll see on publicity in the news. We got here by sticking to the consumer mentality and believing that the American dream is is unattainable. And even I don't even know what that means when you say that. What is that Thank dream? You. That dream is, di- you know what I mean? That's a dream is different for different folks for different reasons. And so right. I think that when it comes to us in general, we just spend. And so you look up and we're just cyclical. We're on the hamster wheel and no one is getting us off. And that's, I mean, there's no other explanation because we all know how to do better. We just choose not to do better. We know better. We just don't do better. Mm. I don't I don't know. I mean, y'all saw Chadwick Boseman. We've seen Aretha Franklin. We've seen, I think Whitney Houston was kind do of a think, mess. Are we too busy? Do we think we're too busy? Because when you bring that up, I'm like, yeah, there are resources. We know Google. We know Do we just think we're too busy and it's not going to happen? I think it's also very uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, talking about your demise, like, uh, and having multiple conversations about when you die, Die. which is inevitable for all of us. And the fact that uh, the fact that the blacks, the black folk, the diasporic folk tend to have to face ideas about death and their own mortality quite a bit. Perhaps it's just all a real massive trauma response. Who knows? But rather than, you know, at the end of the day, we could come up with a diff- a lot of different reasons as to oh, why. But um, I think a big way to do it is communication, because what happens is that it's mm-hmm. when that one person that you trust and, you know, says to you, hey, have you done this? And then they say, well, I did it. And yeah. because we are a definitely a community driven people, we are mm-hmm. a griot driven people. We want to know from others how they did it. What yeah. are their stories? How does that those are the things that validate things for us. If we see oh, yeah. a commercial or we see somebody tell us something, like I said, we trust based people. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't tend to trust lawyers and yeah, corporations yeah, yeah. and you know we might buy a little product from them yeah. but we don't trust them we're a very secretive race if you if you're talking about Ooh. black folks yeah we always talk about black folks okay we well always. then when when i get with families in particular especially the black man he's yeah. very close-knit to the chest with about the finances i've even had families where they didn't even want to leave the money to the women their spouses they left it to their children bypassing a spouse so when it comes to you know you do make it both all of you make a good point that when it comes to our community we don't share my granny when she died she had a tin can under her bed you know what i mean like nobody knew you know what was in it 
Yeah. You, bet, you bet not touch it. You know what right. I mean? And only a few people knew where it was. So when it comes to our community, we are very secretive about finances. And I think that sometimes may even have a little to do with shame. You know what I mean? Because I feel like mm. we always feel like we should be better. And sometimes yes. we even portray ourselves as being yeah. more advanced and more financially well off than we are. Mm-hmm. And then you, yeah. then the death occurs and then everybody sees, oh, well, she she looked like she had it all together. Right. Ain't even got and enough she, for the funeral. Uh, Ain't even got enough got for the funeral. Ne- exactly. Got barely yeah. two pennies to rub together. And so I think that that's what tends to happen is the shame around money and the where we thought we were supposed to be. And then we're just, and sometimes, unfortunately, in our community, we're just co- very comparison driven, right? I think what you said is like, you're, you're seeing these people aspire to different things. And so we put on these masks. So when you come to see me, you got to take that thing off, right? Because I can't plan for you if you don't tell me everything you have or don't have, right? And right. I don't care either way. You know what I mean? Because the cards are going to come out the way they're going to come out. Whether you tell me or not tell me, it's just going to be worse <laughs> if you don't tell me. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe what you said about the American dream is the American like illusion. Right. Mm-hmm. People yeah. Yeah. really want to have this illusion as if they have what they believe wealth to look like and they don't want anyone to know they don't quite have it. But can we just say this? Also, many sources of shame around this that would feed that. Right. Mm-hmm. Music. You got music. Be like, yeah, I got so and so. That means that I'm a better hustler than you. That means I work harder than you. You got folk talking about I came from nothing and you can do it, too, because I came from nothing. So it's like, well, if I came from nothing and I didn't do it, then what does that say about me? So I think a lot of times there's a lot of sources to the shame. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And also, what is nothing? Because. We came on this Zoom today. We were like, we got friends. We mentioned this conversation. And they're like, I ain't got no estate. What a trust. Like, that's for rich people. So maybe we need to really talk, too, about the kind of people. And, and how about this one, too? I ain't got no family. I don't got no kids. I ain't got nothing to leave nobody. To. So let's talk about the things, too, that yeah. require yes. you to start thinking this way. Yeah. Who are you supposed to do that? Yeah, who is this for? That is a perfect question because that's actually how, when I do presentations, when I'm educating the the public, that's the main reason I started my own practice is I didn't see many of my people over there. I was servicing a firm that had almost 300 people, but I probably could count on two hands how many were the same color as me and half of them were my people. You know what I mean? So the thing of that is, so starting this practice helped me to get the word out because the issue is people didn't think they had a state. Everybody has an estate. If you have a bank account, a house, a car, if you have at a minimum a bank account and a car, you got an estate that needs to be passed. Wow. And then if you have the other assets, if you have life insurance, retirement plans, you have businesses, then of course now your estate is growing, but everybody in this world has an estate if you have a bank account. Now, if you don't use banks, then okay, then maybe you got a car and we can get by, you know, some other avenue to get that car transferred. But yes, we have an estate. And then two, you you led into another one issue is a lot of single people they, they, I feel like they know they need planning. They just don't because they're just so independent. And if they don't have children, they're thinking, well, what is my legacy? And so that word generational wealth really gets on my nerves because most people, and I say this all the time, everybody always talks about it, but rarely will anyone ever achieve it. Right. One, because we keep having the conversation about wills and wills. They pass well from one generation to the next, but they don't preserve it for a, a generation that's more than two 
steps away from you because people blow through the money in the first five to 10 years. And so when you talk about generational wealth, it's not only a conversation that should be about finances. We should be truly talking about legacy. Like, how do you want to be remembered when you leave this earth? Even if you don't have children, you could be scholarship funds. You paved the way to do X, Y, Z, you know, um, act in this world. And so you're going to show other people this is how you do it and I'm going to provide the finances to get there because I know most people can't get there without money and so legacy in general is it's more than about wealth it, I mean I don't care if you put a tree you know in somebody's yard you know what I mean you better the earth because we better oxygen on this planet or something like that but when you get when you're single, your legacy is more than just your finances. Same thing with married people. Married people incorrectly believe that my spouse can handle all my assets and take care of everything. They cannot. Try calling Social Security. Try filing, you know, try calling some any government agency or any institution and your name's not on the account. These institutions don't know if you're separated, you you're uh, got a divorce pending, um, you're really, you know, got a um, protective order. If you're you know, just a, actual <laughs> trash. If you're just trash. Just, mm-hmm. I didn't want to say they that, but no, they, they, they don't know if you're trash. <laughs> yeah, you, you, there you go. But so when it comes to y- your point that I'll bring it home is that everyone has an estate because you have something, something that you covet, whether someone else covets it or not. It's a gift. It's a blessing. Someone's going to take it, use it and, and, and make it, you know, improve their life, whatever it is, however large or small it is. And then two, as a single person, if you have no children, you still have assets. You still have an estate. Now, what's your legacy going to be? Now, that's internal. That's within you. And that's my job as an estate planning attorney to help you uncover how do you want to be remembered? Because I don't I mean, I don't want to be that person. I said this on one of my reels the other day. You can either be blessed or cursed and I ain't trying to be cursed I don't want nobody why didn't she have no life insurance and we got to do this go fund me I don't want none of them parts associated with my name I'm just saying Mm. Mm, 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 mm. you dropped the mic a couple times I I appreciate (laughs) girl Uh yes you did more real talk after the break Ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. If you don't have your, your pencil and paper, please, y'all, pause it. it and go get it. Because mm. I'm about to ask this question and I, I need to know. Because this is okay. like this estate for dummies. Hear me? Okay. Hey, yep. listen, that's what All I'm right. here for. Hit right. me. So what is the difference between a will and a trust? Okay, great question. Okay, so they are both sets of instruction. Pieces of paper that tell your property where to go. Okay, so let me back up. If you do nothing, we all know that our states have statutory rules on how we're to distribute our assets, right? So a lot of people, especially if you're married, you may think it all goes to my spouse. In Indiana, that's not the law. In Indiana, if you die and an asset is left solely in your name with no joint ownership and no beneficiary designation, our state gives 50% to the spouse, 50% to the children when you die. Right. So most people are not expecting that, but every state is different. So wills are state specific. So you have to check your state law about how things are transferred. When people die and they say, well, my state didn't go through probate. My it passed immediately. We just gave a death certificate. Well, that happened because the the person's name was either jointly on the account or listed as the beneficiary on a policy like life insurance, retirement plans and annuities. Those are contractual agreements. Right. So by law, the minute a death occurred, ownership transferred by contract to that person. They were just waiting on a death certificate. When you get a will, a will is saying, hold up, Indiana. I don't like you giving 50% to my kids. This is our money. I want it to go to my spouse. And then when my spouse dies, I want it to go to my kids. So a will is a document that will help you alter the default. But this is important that most people, one, wills only control things in your individual name. So again, if it has something jointly owned or a beneficiary, the will cannot control it because it's already contractually spoken for. But if you say you had a straight bank account, so a lot of black women do this, this is my spending money. Or, they ain't got to worry about this, this account over here, this, this is my play money, right? The play money, if you don't put a beneficiary and you leave it solely in your name, then the will can control that asset because wills only control things that are left solely in your name. And then they only instruct the probate court how to distribute your assets. So people say, oh, he should have got a will. She should have got a will when they died. But they started the sentence saying, why they had a court all in their business? They shouldn't have been going through probate. Well, mm. you just said, go get a will. Wills tell the probate court how to distribute your assets. So the public is either Mis been misinformed or again, we're just repeating things we keep hearing. Yeah. But wills 
all wills go through probate court. So yeah. there is no, somebody tried to argue about that with me the other day. And I said, ma'am, I paid a hundred thousand for this degree. So I don't know who you learned from, but I'm going to tell you right now, I paid good money to tell you, you are incorrect. In, blatantly incorrect. So I'm you, a girl. I'm mm, a girl. Mm, mm, everybody should know that. It's so funny because I tell mm. people the time, I'll be like, listen, my library card Exactly. It's functioning. You understand me? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Sometimes you gotta check people. You gotta let them know. That's right. Try and get used. Okay. That's right. (laughs) Anyway. So Jennifer, do you think that everybody should then we should kind of know our little state laws when it comes to this in a way? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because in Indiana, so I, I put you read it in my bio. I do do will based planning, but in our state, in the state of Indiana, in my practice, I help my clients avoid probate so that the will is just a backup because our state allows us to put beneficiaries on not just your life insurance, retirement plans, annuities. Every state will allow you to do that because that's an institutional thing, right? Most institutions will allow you to put beneficiaries on your bank accounts, investment account. Now, there are certain cryptocurrencies and certain assets and certain companies that may say, no, we don't do beneficiaries, but they will move to that because they don't want their money at some other institution. So eventually their, their rules are changing. But the state of Indiana will also allow us to put beneficiaries directly on real estate. It's called a transfer on death deed. So everybody knows the concept of TOD and POD. That just means transfer on death, payable on death. So you can put those payable on death or transfer on death designations on your bank accounts, on investment accounts. You can put them um, on real estate in Indiana. Like I said, it's called a transfer on death deed. Not every state allows you to do a transfer on death deed like Georgia doesn't. I think North Carolina doesn't. Yeah. So there's a, a number of states that don't allow that. And then in Indiana, we can also put beneficiaries on our car at the Bureau of Motor Vehicles. And we can put beneficiaries on businesses, on LLCs. Again, those things are state specific on whether you can literally touch every asset and put beneficiaries. That's one thing this good old state, it ain't good for a lot of things, but it is one thing they did get right, is we can put beneficiaries on all of our assets so that we never need to use the will, right? Because the minute a death occurs, everything transfers. It's transferred immediately. Immediately. The, the will becomes like a backup. What if my long lost relative dies and I'm the beneficiary or these class action lawsuits? So y'all saw the class action lawsuit shoot for perms is coming around. Yeah. So if, if you had a perm, there's a, a class action lawsuit, find you a black person to go get it, get in line with. There's a big class action lawsuit for a bunch of the one just for me, all them. And so if you were to die before that class action lawsuit is settled, then the then your will is on file with the court when the death occurs. We will we'll, it's called spread the will of record. We'll spread it with the court. So when that check comes in, we didn't know if we were going to get something or not. The will says give it to whomever you had listed in your will as the beneficiary. But the goal is to never use it intentionally at your death. And that keeps us out of probate. And that explains Will. I'm going to pause for the cause. And now go ahead. I know you got something for me. We all look like we got questions. <laughs> Y'all, yeah. I blew your mind. I know. That's my point. But I got. That's what I'm here for. For for everybody else who doesn't know what probate is, can you explain what exactly that oh, is? Great question. Okay. So probate is, I always say, when a person dies, it's, it's like a morbid scavenger hunt. Because most people do not know what you own, where is it, and what to do with it, Right. Even in married couples, most, especially in the black family, usually it's the wife that's the strongest one with the finances, making sure the bills are paid and all that. At least in my practice, that's what it's it's been. Now, again, there's outliers. So 
whoever it is in your relationship that knows where the finances is, the, the odds are the other person does not. So the pro probate court says, we just want to make sure a person's final debts, taxes, and expenses are all wrapped up and paid prior to beneficiaries inheriting. So we need someone to step up and be the executor or administrator of the estate because we um, can't be in everybody's homes. There's too many people in this country, let alone in our state, for us to run point on everybody's um, deceased loved one's estate. So someone gets appointed in Indiana, you check your state requirements. They have to be over the age of 18 and not commit a felony. And so once they're appointed, then we have to publish notice in the local paper because the court assumes if, if you don't know what they owned, you don't know who they owe either. So let's put you in place. Let's run notice in the paper that says this person has died and it runs for a period called publication. So in Indiana, publication in the newspaper has to last for 90 days, three months. Every state is different on their publication requirements. Some states are six months, some states are a year. So this is why probate can drag out in certain states because they're longer. Indiana has a very short publication, so three months. Now, when you run it in the paper, then the creditor has to file into the estate and say, I'm owed a debt, show evidence of the debt, and typically swear under penalties of perjury on some type of affidavit. I swear on this affidavit, this is the debt, here's a copy. And then in Indiana, we have to pay a filing fee to the court because of course, like, we not working for free. <laughs> so they send the, you know, the, them a bill. Now, the great thing about in our state is most creditors don't pay that filing fee. So guess what? The, the court will then issue a dismissal hearing to dismiss the case and their claim after the 90 days runs. It's about 30 more days. If they do everything right, file evidence of that, swear on an affidavit and pay the filing fee, then they have perfected their, their claim and thus can pursue it civilly to collect full reimbursement. Now, we typically will try to negotiate that down. We ain't got no money. It's, it's very little. We got 50 cents on, we got 25 cents on the dollar, 50 cents on the dollar and see if we can get that amount reduce. And a lot of times they'll work with us, right? And then we'll pay them. They'll file satisfaction of the claim. And then at the end of the 90 days, we'd look to the statute to see who to distribute it to. If you did a will, then we would look to the will to see who the beneficiaries are in the will. And the person, when you have no plan, we typically call the person that's doing the work, the executor or administrator. When you have a will, they're called your personal representative because you personally selected them. But a lot of people will call them the same thing, even if there was or wasn't a will. So if you hear personal representative, just know it's the person doing the work. <laughs> it ain't that glamorous of a job, but it's the person doing the work. Now in Indiana, the representative can get up to half of the attorney fees. So they get a little bit of money, but it ain't a lot. And so every state there is also different on whether the personal representative can be compensated. They can always be reimbursed, but whether or not they can be compensated. Whose money is that? Great question. So the estate. So what happens is whenever a death occurs, the uh, beneficiaries and the representative are never responsible for the, any of the fees that are incurred. The estate is, which you think is kind of a conundrum, because if I don't know how much money it is, <laughs> why am I signing up, you know, to, to for someone's services? And I don't know if there's enough money to pay for everything. Well, a lot of attorneys will kind of, you know, they'll they'll work with you to, to figure out um, what's going on and, and try to work with you on the fees. And a lot of attorneys are either billable hour or their flat fee. 
Usually there'll be flat feet if it's uncontested, meaning all of the people get along and we can run it what's called unsupervised, meaning the court doesn't have to lord over us in Indiana versus if you run it supervised, that means you have to petition everything, petition to sell the house, petition to distribute, petition. I mean, it's just petition, petition, petition. And that's why the fees go up. And then most attorneys want to be billable hour when it comes to that, that approach. Um, but a beneficiary is never, ever responsible for the funeral costs in our, in our state. They're not responsible for the funeral. The estate is so people can be reimbursed for those expenses. And then anytime someone is cut life insurance. So this is this thing always happens too. a lot of people in our community will purchase life insurance for the funeral home. You got to be careful about that because that's a contract. And it says that it's the beneficiaries, meaning the beneficiary ain't got to pay for your daggone funeral. And I've literally had people not come up off the money. Knowing mama said, use the money for the funeral because it's theirs. The check is written to them. If you're, if you're buying life insurance for a funeral, you can irrevocably assign the policy to the funeral home so that the funeral gets paid. And then you make whoever is that contingent beneficiary. So then they get the excess and that makes sure your funeral gets paid because we as black folks, we always do that. We give it to the oldest. But guess what? If they got siblings, they always piss her ass off. Yes. <laughs> the next thing you know, she keeping all the coins. And same thing goes when we put people's names on bank accounts like, oh, I'm going to put my daughter's name on the account because she's helping me. Well, if you put her on as an owner, it's her money when the death occurs and she gives that death certificate. If you just put her on as a signer, then she can just sign. But you just got to be careful when you add beneficiaries to accounts, you need to put who you want to receive it. All the people. If you just put one name, you got to be comfortable with the fact that they may keep all the money. So that's, you know, that's a lot about a lot. Y'all asked me one question, but I just went, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you what I what's on my spirit. I gotta Ooh, sure get out. Listen, you guys can't can't see this, but I'm, I'm the excitement in this. Yes. Movie, OK, yeah. the excitement <laughs> is over oh, such a scary subject. Right. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The 
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Okay, so we covered wills. Yeah, now right. can you cover the trust? Okay, great question. Okay, so, and y'all might have to bring me back for part two, okay? But listen... <laughs> Come on, or you can girl. follow. You listen. You know, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't it. be an owner and a business owner if I ain't throw that out there. You know, a little genius. No, I ain't okay, you, so. you ain't wrong. <laughs> nope. A trust is just a set of instructions, just like a will. Mm-hmm. It can avoid probate. I'm still an attorney. Can not will avoid probate. This is where you miss what a lot of people say. Oh, I got a trust. I'm not going through probate. I'm, yes, you will. If you don't retitle all of your assets today into the name of that trust, that process is called funding to fund your trust. So for instance, I have a trust. My bank account doesn't say Jennifer Norton. It says my, my trust, Jennifer Norton living trust. You can name your trust, whatever you want. That's irrelevant. People can name trust, whatever they want. But the point is you need to put it on everything that you own. So my investment account, say the Jennifer Norton Living Trust, my life insurance, the beneficiary is the living trust. My retirement assets, the beneficiary is coordinated with the trust. Even my house, any real estate I own is deeded in the name of the trust. Even if it has a mortgage, a mortgage just a lien on the property. So that if I sold it, they get paid back first, but I own my house. So your deed needs to reflect the name of your trust. If you have a business, oh, I went ham on, uh, on social media about this. Your, your business does not own your trust. Your interest in your business should reflect the name of your trust. Meaning say all of us have a business together. How would you feel if I told you, y'all, unfortunately, this business is in my trust. <laughs> y'all just sit back. <laughs> I'm going to put it in my trust and I'll take care of you in my trust. No, you don't want to hear that because if you all have trust, then you would say, no, if we're all one fourth interest, 25% owners of this business, then I'm going to put my 25% in my trust. Jill's going to put her 25% in her trust. You see what I'm saying? Everybody's going to put their 25% in the name of their respective trust so that if we sell the business in the future, when the check comes in, they're going to cut it not to me personally, because when you do a trust, you still get a will, but it's only known for its formalities. It's called a pourable will. If I leave something outside of my trust, remember with no beneficiaries, no joint ownership, remember wills only get things in your individual name. So if I forgot my business interest, I left it in my own name, go get it, but pour it over to my trust where all my terms are. But remember, All wills go through probate. 
So that's why I say when you do a trust, the only way to avoid probate is you have to retitle everything that you own. So the instructions in this document, the contract, right? Courts don't get involved in contracts like life insurance and retirement plans. The, the trust is a contract. The contract controls those assets. Thus, the court's like, oh, we don't need to get involved. Just holler at us if you leave something out and you got to use that there will to get it over there. Then we're going to pay attention. And even just as a side note, every state has a threshold for probate because they don't want say this never happens. But say you do do a good job and spend up all your money. So there's nothing left. You got ten dollars to split. Never happens. But every state does have a threshold. They don't want that ten dollar case coming in. So in Indiana, prior to July 1st of last year, 2023, if the estate was under fifty thousand dollars, they didn't want to see it. They said, just do an affidavit. The estate is too small. So it's called a probate administration. As of July 1st, moving forward to the present, if they upped it to $100,000 because they were tired of seeing us with our houses being our major asset. And we're coming through a probate for one thing because we got a mortgage and it's and it's bare. You know, the equity is barely over $50,000. So they raised the bar. Every state has that bar. I believe Illinois is like $25,000. So you look at your state to see if the estate is too small, it won't go through probate, but you don't want to leave anything out. You never want to leave it to change because who knows what could be uncovered or what you forgot. So trusts are just documents that explain where property goes, just like a will. The beauty of a trust are the terms. There are two ways to draft a trust. The first is you can draft it so that the outcome is very similar to a will. Give the money to my beneficiary outright free of trust. What happens when you do a trust and you set it up, a revocable living trust, everything stays under your social security number. So to the IRS, it's like you take money from one pocket and put it in the next. Nothing changes. You still file your same 1040 when you do a revocable living trust. You're just pre-positioning all of your assets so the instructions can control it. When your death occurs, your social security number dies with you. And so what the IRS says is, well, what are you going to do with the assets? If you give them to a beneficiary, then they're going to put them out, outright free of trust. Then they're going to put it in their bank accounts, their investment accounts, but all under their social security numbers. So if they have lawsuits, creditors, divorces, their estate is available at creditor. Their estate is tied to their social security number. So what mm. you left to them, if ever you set up a trust and the terms give the money outright free of trust to a beneficiary, whether it's left in trust for a spouse and then you gave it outright to the kids or you gave it outright to a spouse, there's no protection. They call it asset protection. The beauty of doing a trust is the way that I do it, right? Which is, and most um, families think the Rockefellers, they left assets in trust for people. And what I mean by that is when the death occurred, they said, I'm not going to give it to the beneficiary outright. I'm going to set up little trust lets mm -hmm. for my beneficiary. So if, I have a, if I'm married, I have one trust let for my spouse first. And then when my spouse dies, say I have three children, it breaks into three trust lets for my children. But those trustlets have their own EIN, Federal Employee Identification Number, just like mm. when you're setting up an LLC. So these trustlets have their own EIN. So if the beneficiary has a lawsuit, a creditor, a divorce, then guess what? These aren't their assets. They're your assets. You just gave them the right to use them mm. for the terms that the IRS sets up, which are health, education, maintenance and support. Now so that money doesn't get support. penalized. That's what you're saying, right? That money doesn't get penalized no matter how much in debt or anything that I'm in. 
it doesn't get penalized because right right it's not there so it's able to support even if your beneficiary has some massive lawsuit or massive divorce and they wipe them of their assets Mm -hmm. then your assets they're not theirs under the law. And matter of fact, when it's divorce, divorce splits marital assets, not inherited assets. But when mm-hmm. people receive money outright free of trust, they mix their money with the inherited and marital money. It's called co-mingled. And the IRS and uh, the co- judges say, listen, this ain't, we ain't accounting firms. We're not doing first in, last out. You know what? I would like to tell y'all something that I knew this because, and this is this is just because random. I have a good cousin that she for fun sits in these um <laughs> this good cousin got me. I got a good cousin who sits in these um forums, and one of them is these rich divorced white ladies, and that's why I know about that because there was a woman in the forum that talked about how she had gotten divorced and found out that her husband's money was not actually his money and Mm -hmm. that she would not be able to draw her alimony or anything from his income because the money he had, the rich that he had, was coming from a family trust trust to which she could not Mm -hmm. have any part of. There you go. I'm just getting this. Thank y'all. I'm I'm bringing it it full circle for you. I'm bringing it full circle. I need all of that, though. I need needed the Asian (laughs) good cousin story, too, and now I really got it. Uh, yes. So so it's imperative that not only do we get a will, we get a trust, but we get a trust as well. So we could be Correct. exceptionally specific about who gets what. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Y'all know how our families go. You want to leave it to somebody. You love your kids. You know, you got that one kid. You love them, but mm, they're yeah. not responsible. Exactly. There you go. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. And that's what happens with us. We'll have some wealth, but it won't make it to the grandkids or the great grands because before you know it, someone sold and got into a car accident or they done married, you know, Pookie's nephew from down the street and he done took all the money. Like, mm mm. You don't want to do that. And I'm going to take that further. I'm going to push you out a little bit more, which is then when the kids inherit to make the money move from generation to generation, you you put stipulations on their access. So now they get interest only, no principal because money typically. So I don't know if I told you, but I got to find my my background. I have a finance degree from Indiana University's Kelly School of Business. So. This is a perfect marriage, my profession, the money and then the rules, the laws. And what happens is when you leave assets in trust, most people blow through the inheritances in the first five to 10 years. So what you can do if money typically doubles every nine years, I always take my son, he's 10. So whatever I leave to him, by the time he is 20, will have doubled. By the time he's 30, it will double again. So, and you can't do that math. You really got to say it out loud. So say my estate is $2 million. We have we have a bunch of commercial real estate. Say my estate is $2 million. Two becomes four, four becomes eight. Eight becomes 16. The world's wealthiest individuals didn't believe that their children were ready to run their own finances until age 40. So guess what age my son runs his money? 40. So what you'll find is a lot of people when they set up these trusts. So Jill, you made a good point. When you go ask someone for an estate plan, you're either asking for a will based plan, which means you only get a will or you're going to ask them for a trust based plan that includes a will. Right. The pour over will. So you're doing either a will based plan or trust based plan. And if you have minor children, you're always going to name who the guardian is in, in, in the will. So that's why trusts also have wills because you got to name the guardian in there. 
But what happens is when you get wills and people say, well, I can just set up trust for your children, right? One, just know that because the will goes through probate, that's how we fill up the trust. If you get a will-based plan, what they call testamentary, because last will and testament, testimony after death. So if you set up that testamentary trust under the will, then you've got to go through probate to fill it up. And then typically, if you look at the will, you'll see they phase the checks out at certain ages, 18, 21, 25, or 21, 25, 30. When they do that, they're passing the money outright free of trust, meaning no more asset protection, no more control over the inheritance. What you can do as a, just a tip, a pro tip is my son's 10. So he's a minor. He cannot own things his own name. So I set up a trust. I have trustlets underneath it for him while he's under the age I pick. You can pick whatever age you want. I pick 22 while he's under the age of 22. I pick who runs his money. And then at 22, think of he's in the back of the plane. He comes to the front of the plane. He can become a co-pilot. He don't run it. He can work with them because another big issue in our community is teaching financial literacy. We're not teaching our children. And so we, but we're just giving them the money and hoping that they're going to be successful. So what you can do with a trust is say, well, when you become 22 tie, you can come on the accounts with my trusted co-trustee that I think you should work with. And for how long I said from 22 to 40, I already told you to 40. And so, and then at 40, he can press eject on his co-pilot, but he's still in the air, right? So he's still flying towards my map, on my map. And so my map says no principle because that money, when it doubles, right? So it, I doubled it to 16 million by the time he get, would get access. If I died in the next two years, you multiply that number by 4%. The stock market typically does 4%. And why do I say the stock market is because people, when you, what you have, people are going to cash all that in. They're not going to come move into your house. They're not going to take over the same investments. They're going to cash it all in and invest how they want to invest. So you multiply it by 4% and that shows you how much income would be produced each year. That's a lot of income. Yes, that's our next episode with you. That's our. <laughs> so that there you go. So so you can do things to set your children up for success, but you have to leave the assets in trust. Yes. Mm. This ain't nothing that I knew coming into this conversation. Hallelujah. You know, Listen. when they tell you you don't want to grow up, kids. I know, right? This is the shit. This the shit we be talking about. <laughs> what we be saying. And I yes. just want everybody to know whoever reposted that meme about a goddamn passport and not buying Jordans is your key to generational wealth. Smack your <gasps> own self on the ass. <laughs> Get up, go to the mirror, smack your own. Yes. But none of that yes. don't have nothing to do with no. nothing. Really, nothing. at the end of the day, you know, I, do you I'm really. Think so? Hells no. Well, I'm, I don't mean like. <laughs> It, it's not, it I can't be literal. You know that's you know that's jail shit right there. I'm the just saying, spend money. That's a shit. Literal. No, 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 no. I agree with Jill. You know in the when beginning. you say you get a, a passport for somebody, you know that that is like world travel and experience. You know, yes, so it yeah. is. Yeah, but, but it is it is valuable. But I think that people have a tendency to give the wrong, like give a co-equivalent or a co-whatever co the word is. We, they make stuff to slam. Fair. You know, yeah. False equivalents mm -hmm. to yes. certain yeah. things. And it's like, it doesn't mean it doesn't have value. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't. A lot they of earlier, simplified it too earlier, much. Yeah. Earlier in, right. It's there oversimplified. It yeah. Earlier in the conversation, we, we, we admitted to and acknowledged the fact that we are very much consumers. And so the consumer mentality is problematic. But 
It doesn't mean that by simply not consuming or and some people will tell you, hey, we want we're fine with you consuming. We just want you to consume with a black owned business. Correct. Or this business wants to be a part of that one percent. So just Mm. because you're spending with a black business, is it a black business that doesn't care about exploiting other people? So so it's very, very it's complicated. Now, what I will say is this: these are some very clear instructions about how to value what you have. How to, first of all, know that everyone has something of value. That's number one. And number two, how to value what you have, how to utilize what you have in order to plan for your family generations down the line. This Mm -hmm. is very clear. There's a lot of detail, but it's worth it. It's worth it Mm -hmm. to understand it so that you can actually achieve this hashtag that's been running around here that nobody is actually giving you any real clear pathway Mm -hmm. to it. Yep. More conversation after the break. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. I want to flip it on you real quick, Jennifer. I want okay. you to tell some of these, some of us grownups, what we should be having in place for some of our parents in that way who may Absolutely. not have the same education. Like if, if it's a top three list or something, yes. Just- 
Okay, so that's great. Because I like to leave people, this is achievable for everybody. Mm -hmm. This is a project. So you just need to clear your mind that this is a one and done thing, right? And then it's doable. And then you're going to check on it. So even just like you check on your finance, you're going to check on the plan. So the thing that you need to do, if you have older parents, the first thing you want to do is you want to find where do they own their assets? Let's avoid morbid scavenger hunts. So I always, and you're welcome to email me, help at estate-planners.org. Send me an email. I'm happy to share with you this personal information form, but you want to know where they bank, where their investments, do they have a safe deposit box? Who's their primary care physician? Who has their mortgage on their property? Who's their property and casualty insurance agent? Do they have valuables in the house that are, you know, family sacred items that they want to pass. So knowing where the assets are, the financial and the non-financial, we didn't talk about that. You have one form with all these questions. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I love this. I would love to like post this on our social. Like this is like, y'all should have seen Jennifer. When Jennifer said yes, ma'am. Yeah, oh, yes. I love it. Of I course. Love it. I wouldn't send you I wouldn't send you down a dark alley with no light at the end of the tunnel. What is this? Bless you. <laughs> so I have a form. I will send it to you all. And yes, you can post it on whatever you want to. So this form helps you to organize your assets. Okay. And then it also even, like I said, it gets into even who your people are working with. Okay. Oh, this made me go another way, but I'm not gonna do it to y'all. Number two <laughs> um is The second thing you want to have, probably the most important, and we didn't talk a lot about this, but we need to make sure we have powers of attorney. More Mm. people are likely to become disabled prior to a death than anything. So having a financial power of attorney, sometimes they call it a general durable power of attorney. Durable just means it lasts, meaning when a death occurs, y'all stop trying to use this power of attorney. It don't work. (laughs) It's only durable during your life. So like medical thing, medical emergencies and whatnot. Correct. So you can have a, there's sometimes the general durable will, will include the healthcare side of things. And sometimes you can get a separate healthcare power of attorney. So I'm a fan of separate separation because mm-hmm. sometimes one person is your money person and these people are your compassionate persons. So you mm-hmm. want to be able to bifurcate the two. Don't be forced to say, oh, I got to pick one person and they got to be good at all things. No, you can separate them. So you need to get healthcare power of attorney, financial power of attorney. Some states call it an advanced healthcare directives. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah, and then that. always, always have a backup. Also, can I just say this real quick? I knew of a, a very nice older lady that was um, the power of attorney for a friend of hers. So her, this man's children took care of the medical power of attorney, but she was the financial power of attorney. She was not a spouse, nor was she a child. She was a friend friend of the deceased because he felt that she, as a person who he knew would be mm-hmm. capable of doing that. So I just want to put that out there. Person ain't got to be a no. family member. Amen. The, amen. And you know what? I just, again, did a, girl, you're in my brain. Come like I said, you can put it on the road with me, but essentially the person don't be aspirational about these people. Mm. If they don't pay their bills on time, they okay with paying late fees. They forget their bills. They not. They don't manage their own money well. Do not put them in charge of your money. So, like she said, yo, this is not a family. message for only children. <laughs> I hear y'all, no. but I'm like, all those only children, like, it's only us. Well, but you know what? Even if it is, even if you're only child, that's a good point too. Even if you're only child, you can name other people to work with you because it is a lot of work. If someone becomes disabled, I don't. 
But yeah, you you can well as the agent you can always enlist. So sometimes um, powers of attorney have what's called a, a delegation. So you as the agent can delegate other people to work with you or be your succession if something should happen to you. But if your parents are still alive in their right mind, just have them appoint to or tell you who they could who you could look to for help, a guidance or assistance, right? For that yeah. healthcare power of attorney. So I guess assets, power of attorney. Um, and then three, we said it at the top of the meeting, communication. Okay. Those who you believe will cause trouble. I'm here to tell you, you are absolutely correct. Okay. So those people will be drama. So it's better to have the family meeting today, get that drama all out on the, Mm-hmm. out on the table now let them know mm-hmm. who the boss is you not in charge have the meeting if you feel like you need to record it or videotape it because it's gonna be that much drama you yes. just need to have it right now mm. and and split it right even when it comes to the assets like if you have like who gets grandma's bible who gets the cookbooks who gets the jewelry wow make make the list because people always tell you they don't want anything that's a lot Everybody wants something. So just make the list and share the list. And then you'll find out real quick where the drama is. And you then can nip that in the bud. But those will be my three takeaways. Are you a fan uh-huh. of legal Zoom? <laughs> okay. Oh, I almost cut. I almost oh. cursed. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> what did we already get all the uh, paperwork through? Oh, Lord Jesus. Okay. Okay. Do it. Listen. Okay. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. I'm not going to say I'm not a fan of it. Because it's better to have somebody asked me the other day. It's better to have something. Something. Than so, so it ain't the worst thing to have, but it but definitely it ain't the best. Offense. So if you walking around, ma'am, with Gucci, Louis, you got a passport and uh, you going to Dubai and you going to you buying new cars and and you telling me you can't afford to protect those assets with the little bit of money you got to pay an estate planning attorney, something is wrong. Your priorities are messed up. <laughs> I like a good edge snatching. I like it. She did it. We'll say stuff like, well, I ain't going to be here, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you, you do. should. Yeah, you do. You should. You spent a lifetime acquiring the things that you have. A yeah. lifetime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Some of those things have are great value in resale, and some of those things are great value for your for your legacy, for yeah, you know, the history of, yeah. of who you are. You know, that counts as well. See, we have to think about the things, and that's the hard part. Yeah. We have to really consider Sitter. what happens after I ask I die? Under, yeah. the, under the dirt <laughs> or in the wind. You know, can I, just, can, I, can I ask one funny last weirdo question for me? Yeah. Is there any state that a client comes to you from and you like, oh, fuck no, this is going to be hard? Yeah. Um, California. Ugh. I think she's going to say California. Mommy said California. I, I just, Cal- one of the reasons I left, friend. One of the reasons I left. They going to tax your ass. The taxes alone. Wow. I live in the worst state yeah. in the country. Yeah. My, my mother just said yes. And, you did, and yeah. you're going to say Pennsylvania next? No, Pennsylvania's not bad. It's, t- really? it's Texas. Yeah, Pennsylvania's oh, not bad. Remember, I got good. my first PA client the other day. Um, New York is kind of bad, but... I think we can work around it because they're New York and Florida are friendly states because of the wealth, right? But California is the worst. Yeah. I, My mother just asked me to ask you about the irrevocable trust that she said. Girl, that's that the is California. definitely part two. But you know what I did though? Go on my social media. Go to 
Go to, it's on my law firm page, Norton Estate Planners. I, I do have a page called The Legacy Strategist as well, but the, the real is on Norton Estate Planners. I did a live yesterday, which would have been, what's today's date? That'd have been a 21st, January 21st. Mm -hmm. And it talks towards the end, someone asked me about irrevocable trust and we went we went deep. That's an hour live, so you can fast forward if you want. But it does talk about business owners. There's a lot of good content in there. But we okay. talked about irrevocable trust on, on my live yesterday. Okay, I'm going to send it to my mama. Thank you. I have yes. so many notes. I have so many yes. notes. Girl, and, and you don't have, this don't have to be one and done. Listen, I'm your BFF. I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to know. We all need a BFF like you. Yes, girl, because you just on. got your second Pennsylvania uh <laughs> Okay, come on in I here. got we six kids. I'm telling you right now. And I know who's going to wipe my ass. And I know who's going to pay the bills. Hey, and that's very know. important. And I know who's going to be crying so bad they ain't going to be good for shit. <laughs> well, this is this one thing I guess my parting words would be when you go into an office of an attorney, remember you have all the power. This is your family. We're talking about everything you own, everybody you love. Don't be rushed. If you don't like them, leave. You're never tied to this person, right? You need to feel good about this person and they need to be asking you question and knowledgeable. Yes, because what tends to happen is a lot of people go in and just give up all their or power. They're just like, mm, well, I guess I, I guess I got to do that. Is that the only ages you got? You know what I mean? It's like, no, 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 this is your stuff. And so don't lose your power when you walk into that office. We're here to help you make good decisions. And so you don't come in so stubborn. I want this. And then you, you can't open your mind to someone's trying to tell you what, you know, what your options are. But, but you have the power when it comes to your family. I want to say this too, before we do wrap that just really, again, the importance of communication, people. Yes. Communication when you are talking to someone who gives you this service, communication with your family members, and the conversation that you have to have with yourself. I will mm. never have. Now, both of my parents have passed on. This is not an issue that I'm dealing with from that aspect of things. But one of the, one of the beautiful things and gifts that my mother gave me was that she handled her business. We were able to go in there and very easily find what her stuff was, use it for the purpose that it was supposed to be there for. And also, too, we had guidance from my aunts and uncles who know legally that's not what was in place. But when I tell you, do it legally so that you don't have to worry about that, not have that, because having assistance is everything. They mm -hmm. helped us with things. They gave us feedback about their process with their own mother, my grandmother. So that kind of thing makes every a hard situation much easier. And those of you who follow this podcast know that my mother's death was a transformative time for me, a very emotional time for me. And I can only imagine how much more difficult it would have been had her business not been in order. And this is a woman who didn't own a home. This is a woman who did not have a degree. This is a woman who did not have a lot of wealth and money. But yet and still, there was business to attend to and the gratitude I have for her for making it easy for me and my sister to simply just grieve her and not have to go through that drama. I'm saying that to y'all now just as a personal story. So this that as we listen to all of these things, you understand these things have personal and very real life implications. Mm -hmm. I done got all you said a word. She just said a I, word. I have gotten all emotional. And I'll tell you why. That is that is the kindest thing that you could do for somebody that you love. Mm -hmm. Like Absolutely. we're talking, we're talking about death, which is inevitable. 
Mm-hmm. I don't mean I want to let, I want to be around for a long time. I want my yeah. mom to be around my, my family yeah. and people I love to be around a long time. But that's not up to us, is it? Mm-mm-mm. Right. And, and because it's inevitable and not up to us, the kindest thing that you could do for somebody you love is to handle your fucking business. I said it like I said it. That's I right. thank you so much for being with us here today, Miss Jennifer Norton. You are very well. Thank you for having me. Our new bestie. So much. I, I'm your new bestie. Yes. We, we got to have you again, please. Oh, because absolutely. It's super important. Gee whiz. And it, it feels it feels like a lot, but um, it's not. Yeah. You know what you said, Jill, that reminds me of, I saw your podcast and I was listening to your podcast about love letters. Uh, the estate planning is the last love letter you get to write. I mean, oh. literally, it's it's the last one. On that, thank you so much for listening to J.Ill, the podcast. We love to have conversation that sparks conversation. And guess what else? For 2023, conversation and action. Bless y'all. Peace. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Hey listeners, it's Amber, the producer here. This episode, wow, (laughs) there's so much information to unpack here. I am leaving all of Jennifer's information in the show notes as well as her socials. We will also link the document that she mentioned in the episode. Like I said before, there is so much information to unpack here. So I'm also going to drop a link to an article outlining 10 steps to start estate planning. But please, please look up Jennifer's socials. She is dropping gems on the regular. Generational wealth means having a plan in place for the next generation. Jennifer also pointed out that Black Americans are the highest discretionary spenders. I really want to recommend making a date with your bank accounts and really seeing where your money is going. And if there are any places you can cut back and redistribute your income. I personally use Mint.com to track my spending and plan my budgets. It's great and it's free. Let's continue to change the trajectory of Black wealth in this country, one transaction at a time. Yeah. 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 Hi, if you have comments on something we said in this episode, call 866-HEY-JILL. If you want to add to this conversation, that's 866-439-5455. Don't forget to tell us your name and the episode you're referring to. You might just hear your message on a future episode. Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. J.Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4. 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 